do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may be able to prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12.2 This is Resistance and Reformation on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. According to theologian J.I. Packer, theologies must be sung. Indeed, he said, the older I get, the more I want to sing my faith and get others singing it with me. Theology, as I constantly tell my students, is for doxology. The first thing to do with it is to turn it into praise and thus honor the God who is its subject, the God in whose presence and joy, by whose help, it was worked out. Paul's summons to sing and make music in one's heart to the Lord is a word for theologians no less than for other people. Theologies that cannot be sung or prayed, for that matter, are certainly wrong at a deep level, and such theologies leave me, in both senses, cold, cold-hearted, and uninterested. Now, what is generally true for the gospel is particularly true of Christmas and our celebration of the Incarnation. Uh, We might well say with the hymn writer, how can I keep from singing? As the medieval Coventry Mysterium declared, forth they went and glad they were, going they did sing. With mirth and solace they made good cheer for joy of that new tiding. So, we gladly declare good Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Now ye hear of endless bliss, joy, joy. Christ was born for this. He hath opened the heavenly door, and man is blessed forevermore. Christ was born for this. Christ was born for this. After all, loud rings the warning voice around, and earth's dark places hear the sound. Away, false dreams, vain shadows fly. Lo, Christ, the dayspring, shines on high. And so, during this gladsome Christmas season, I cannot help but add my voice to the joyous choruses of believers through the ages. The pitch of the stall was glorious, though the straw was dusty and old. The wind sang with orchestral beauty, though it blew bitter and cold. Uh, The night was mysteriously gleaming, though the earth was fallen forlorn. For under the eaves of splendor, a child, the child, was born. Oxen, sheep, and doves crowded round nativity scene, though the world still failed to grasp. T'was here that peace had been. Cast out into a cave, when no room was found for him, his coming was a scourge, 
that cleansed a robber's den, while the temples become a cattle stall where beasts and such are sold, the child's turned manger into temple and changed the base into gold. Tis the paradox of the ages. Worldly wisdom will ne'er relent to notice signs of visitation, nor the cords of the whip of Advent. What better way to declare resistance and reformation than this? Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm George Grant on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. For more information and for resources, go to georgegrant.net or adoringgod.org.